What's up, friends and family? Good to be with you. Today we're talking about being created for more. This is episode 33 of the Keep Reading Podcast. Here we go! Welcome to the Keep Breathing Podcast, where we share real life and talk about real hope, one conversation at a time. My name is Jimmy Akers, and I'm your host, and it's a blessing for me to have the opportunity to share with you today. It's great to be on this side of the microphone, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. It is a pleasure to have the opportunity to serve you and to share with you today. Super excited for this episode for a couple of reasons. One, got a good friend. I've been wanting to have on the podcast for quite a long time. I, I got some good friends that I have in queue. I'm excited to share them with you in the coming weeks, months, and uh, just good stuff. But my, my buddy Lucas, Luke Jones, the bishop, the man, he actually has his own podcast called Then Wait that I work with, uh, a little bit of production. So I'm going to be having him come on later in the episode, and he's going to be our feature conversation today. But just kind of this theme that kind of evolved in our conversation, me and him were talking about just finding this passion and this fire inside of you. And then when you're kind of walking in that purpose. And so that's why I labeled this episode created for more because we were, you are, we are created for more. And sometimes we settle for way less than the things that God's called us to do. And Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's handiwork or God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. And so God's the creator, but he's created us to do good things. And the thing is, there's a part of our life that we're not going to walk in complete fulfillment unless we're doing those things. And I don't know what that is for you. And for Lucas right now, it, it was podcasting, you know, speaking into people's lives, uh, sharing people's stories, sharing his own story, uh, talking about disability awareness. It's just good stuff. So I'm excited to share that interview with you. But the question is, are you walking in some of those things that you were created to do? I can't answer that for you. Only you can really answer that. Uh, God knows. But the truth is, is most of us, most of the time, are not walking in our full potential. And God's not finished with your story, so it's not too late. But it's amazing. I had the opportunity to sit with my friend uh, Jamie over at her and her husband's organization this week. I got invited to this thing called a guide course. I got some things I'm going to be helping to serve their community, which is a part of our community. And so they invited all these people that are going to do things at this house that they have called the Gathering House. And it's for all the people that are going to be guides, essentially. And it was amazing to sit in a room with nine other people, incredibly creative everybody's got a different thing that they're bringing to the table, but everybody was passionate about trying to impact people's lives. And I do think that that's part of of our purpose. Part of the things that God's called us to do is to steward the things he gives us to impact other people. But just sitting in a room full of people that literally sharing the things that bring their heart, their mind, the things that set their soul on fire and that they're excited to impact other people with, it was it was just amazing. It was absolutely incredible. And I'm sure that uh, I'm definitely going to have uh, Matt and Jamie on to share their story and what God's doing in their life and probably some of these other creators um, that I met the other day. Um, but, man, there's just something in there where it's like you got to do something with the things that God's put in you. 
And, you know, and, and the thing is, is that for some people, it may be being some kind of high achiever in some particular way, but honestly, doing the things that we're created to do and we're created for more than what most of us are walking in, honestly, sometimes it's the little things that are actually the really, really big things. You know, massive doors hang on tiny hinges and God can do so much with just our little bit and there's so many stories that we see in the gospels we see uh, where these different people are distributed different talents and all the ones that were given the talents went and did something with those talents except for the one that was only given the one they didn't do anything with it and they just sat there and they just let it go to waste and eventually uh, the, the the man took that talent and, and gave it to somebody else because they weren't a good steward of it. We see this with this young boy, and there's all these people that are gathered around Jesus and some of the disciples, and, and, and Jesus says, feed them. And they say, God, we don't have anything to feed them with. And there's this young man there that has just a couple of fish and a couple of pieces of bread, and they put it into the hands of Jesus, and he blesses it, and they feed thousands with this little lunch bag that this kid has with a couple of fish and a couple of pieces of bread. And why is that the case? Because that kid, God was helping to use his purpose and show us too and show his disciples too that if we will give him the little bit that we have, he can do so much with it, not just for his glory, but to impact other people's lives. And it's a pretty incredible thing. So my question for you, friend, is I know that you're created more. Do you realize that? And if you are, if you do, if you're kind of contemplating it, starting to think about it, starting even to consider it, then there's more than just getting by. There's more than just existing. There's more than just waking up, going to work, coming home, eating, and going to sleep. There's more than those things. And part of your life is that God wants your life to make an impact and not just on other people and not just for his glory, but in your own life. There's something inside of you that God wants to do something significant. I'll share a brief story. When I first started serving at my church, um, I was actually hired to work in the children's ministry. And for a little while, I co-led as a children's pastor with a friend of mine and uh, learned a lot in that season. Uh, our children's ministry grew crazy. It was awesome. Volunteers and kids. But there's one gentleman, and I'd, I'd shared from the stage I was preaching and talked about how I needed some help in children's ministry. One gentleman came through. I want to help you. I'm excited. I want to do something. I haven't done anything in the church for a long time. Awesome. So he came through my little orientation. And, uh, and I remember when he came through my orientation, that he was uh, kind of had a funny look on his face. And at the end, I finally went to talk to him. And I said, what's up, man? What's going on? He said, man, to be honest with you, I'm older. And uh, he said, I, I can't really get down on the ground and play with kids. I said, okay. He said, I can't pick them up. I said, okay. He said, I can't stand for too long. I said, all right, <laughs> we'll figure this out. He said, to be honest with you, I don't like kids that much. I said, okay, well, that's fair. Maybe you shouldn't be in the classroom with any of our kids in children's ministry. He said, no, but I want to do, do want to help out. What can I do? And I ended up using him at, as, at our check-in. And it was awesome because he loved it because he liked being with the kids for a few seconds but didn't want to be there too long. He loved helping people. He was able to sit down or stand as he was comfortable. He even brought a little snack bag. Like He was all about it. He ended up volunteering a lot more than I had him on the schedule for because he started to find purpose. And for some people, that may seem really insignificant. 
But there's a passage of scripture that talks about, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. And, and that's the thing is that for some people holding a door isn't that big of a deal, but to be somebody to stand there and to smile and to open the door for someone, you're making them feel welcome. Again, it doesn't seem that like that big of a deal, but it's really, really significant. There's a gentleman in our church that comes in and he has a disease that affects him neurologically and physically, and he has a hard time sometimes, but he comes in and with his headphones in, I'll walk in sometimes and he's in the sanctuary with headphones in as, as and he's not very quick, but he is vacuuming. And some are like, oh, that's not big of a deal. He's not getting paid to do that. He's volunteering. But he's doing it because there's purpose attached to it. Because when that man vacuums that room, he's making room because eventually that coming week, people are going to come in that room and have an opportunity to encounter God, to spend time to hear about the Lord, and maybe make a decision for their relationship with Christ. And that's a big deal. I remember back in the day before we were streaming at our church, I went to a grocery store and there was a gentleman that knew my name and I did not know him. And I walked over to him and he introduced himself and I introduced myself and I said, yeah, I listened to you preach. I've heard you preach. I've watched your messages. And I was like, oh, and I hadn't even thought about the video messages because at the time it was an older camera. We didn't always put them out until several days after Sunday. He said, yeah, I can't always make it on Sundays. He said, but I do consider that church to be my church. So that's one of the reasons I hadn't met him. But he said, man, thank you so much. He said, it's such a blessing. And he said, I'm so thankful for the words that God gives you guys to share with us. And just thank you for speaking into my life. So I went back to the person that at the time ran that one in camera and at the time spent the time for a couple of days editing to get it online. And I said, I just want you to know because of the work that you do, there's a gentleman that can't make it to our church on Sundays. But because of you, he gets to connect with God when he can at home or at work. And that's because of your gift, because of you doing something that God created you to do. It's significant and it's changing people's lives. Because the thing is, friends, you got to understand, even the Apostle Paul, when he talks about us, he talks about us as, as being a part of the body of Christ. And when one part of the body is not functioning correctly, it actually impacts the rest of the body. So here's the thing. You were created for more, and we need what you bring to the table. Your family needs what you bring to the table. Your, your coworkers, your community, your literal physical neighbors need what you bring to the table, and you need to be operating in the things that God has called you to do. And you might think some of those things are insignificant, but I promise you they're not. And so as we're going to hear from my dear brother and friend, from a long way back, my buddy Luke Jones, going to hear how he stepped into this new season of his life and how God has just set him on fire. There's just this passion and this drive in him I've never seen. And I talk about that. I'm not trying to be repetitive. I'm not trying just to build up this thing. I'm telling you, it's amazing to see what is going on in his life uh, with him taking this step into doing something that I believe and he believes now for sure that he was made to do, that he was created to do, to speak into people's lives, have them share stories, him share stories, and this disability awareness help people understand. It's just amazing. 
And so I'm super excited for you to hear from my brother Lucas in just a minute. I'm going to share with you. I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast, for tuning into this episode. Whether you've been here for a long time or you're new to the Keep Breathing podcast, thank you so much. If you haven't already done so on whatever platform you're listening, please rate and review if it gives you an opportunity to do that. Share it with somebody else if this episode or the overall show is a blessing or encouragement to you. And if you want to support this show, the best way that you can do that is go to don'tdolifealone.com and click on missions and this is an extension of the work that God is doing through us through missions and so it's an exciting thing to be able to do we can connect with people all over the world through this medium of podcasting and it's amazing thing but if you want to help us do that and reach more people and impact more people don't do life alone.com click on missions and you can give their one-time gift or become a monthly partner thank you so much for listening and up next is our interview with Luke Jones Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have one of my closest friends, Luke Jones, Lucas Jones, the bishop, man of many, many names. Luke, 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 how you doing, bro? Good, good. What's going on, man? I'm excited to be a part of the Keep Breathing Podcast, man. This is yeah, cool. it's cool. Couldn't sleep last night. Couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> oh, no, no, no doubt, bro. No doubt. How could you not be that excited? <laughs> well, I'm equally as excited. We've been talking about doing this for a little while, and Yes, uh, uh, my, my podcast has been going for years and I've already been on your podcast twice. So it's about time I, I accommodated, right. uh, one of my, one of my closest friends. Right. I'm playing catch up right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll just, uh, share briefly, man, uh, me and Lucas, we've known each other for a long time. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think, uh, how long, uh, it has been almost 20 years, bro. Yeah, because I think I was about 18, 19. Um, yeah. Coming to your church. Yeah. When I first came to your church on that Sunday night. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so Luke, we had, we, we had a mutual, uh, some mutual friends, uh, a family, mm-hmm. the guest family. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, they were going to our church and they brought Luke up there. Uh, and then uh, the funny thing about Luke is, even though I met him uh, at <laughs> our church, I met him long before that without knowing him personally. Uh, we both lived in the the fine the finest town of Edgewood, Maryland, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is just north of Baltimore. And uh, we lived in a little bit a different part of Edgewood, uh, probably about I'd say five miles apart. But yeah. uh, I remember that the time period. I just got my car. I'm driving, cruising through town. And I, one, I would see Lucas on his power chair, uh, kind of cruising around town. But the thing that got my attention was that on more than one occasion a vehicle that was in front of me would stop in the middle of the road, <laughs> get out of their car to go say, what's up to Lucas. And I'm like, Who is, like, is this guy like the unofficial mayor of the town? Like, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, so that was kind of our, our initial. And then I was a youth pastor and uh, Luke on top of becoming my, my buddy became uh, a comrade and uh, helping us keeping teenagers alive on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And in about six months, we grew from about 12 kids to anywhere from 60 to 80 kids. Uh, any given Friday, it was pretty wild. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Luke, all right, you keep this whole part of the building to make sure <laughs> no kids are having sex or doing drugs <laughs> or killing each other. And uh, that was a good time, though. That was, that was a good time because I remember that. It was, yeah, it was like 12 and then like a Friday we come in, it's like 500 kids. Oh, that's a lot, but. 
It felt like a dough. <laughs> yeah, it was like, man, what did this? Where did this come from? And, but it was cool. It was I enjoyed cool. my time. Investing in a lot of uh, teenagers, and and then Luke started playing the bass, and it was mm. there was a lot of good stuff happening. And Luke, you know, you you obviously were a friend, but you you become a brother, yeah. and um, and uh, Lucas has unofficially lived with me once, officially lived with me once. Mm. Um, well, my first apartment in my previous life, uh, Lucas uh, was pretty a pretty uh frequent flyer on our couch um, and <laughs> yeah. um we had a, we started a, a, a bible study small group that kind of blew up had mm-hmm. a ton of people coming to that and so uh luke uh it's been a long time bro but i'm thankful i'm thankful for you yeah man it's a cool friendship uh brotherhood and everything like that man and a lot of my opportunities i got from you you know what i'm saying and um becoming a youth leader and even getting to speak at church you know what i'm saying and youth group and I can remember my first time it sucked by the way um but (laughs) (laughs) I I uh, I loved it I thought it was awesome (laughs) the the idea of the the, my message was great I just couldn't uh I guess convey it right um but I guess the next couple times I did it it got better every time but um yeah so those those days I enjoy those days and I don't know man It, it it was cool I miss those days sometimes. I, I do too, man. I, I you know, it's good times going to Applebee's, staying up until one o'clock in the morning, and getting cussed at by parents uh, in their underwear at one a.m. dropping kids off. And uh, <laughs> but you know the thing is, is is that I remember distinctly remember when I felt like seasons were were changing for us. Mm-hmm. I remember praying. I was like, God, you got to do something for Lucas because you were a pretty mm-hmm. normal part of my week. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was when God opened the door for you to go to college in Cleveland. Yeah. And uh, in Tennessee, and it was it was wild how the, the timing of all that came together. Well, even even talk about you, like with my brother too. You know, uh, my brother was transitioning from a job and then going to the military, so everything happened. I guess the way it was supposed to happen. It, yeah. it, you know, um, God took care of a lot of people, and for me to go and leave because I don't, my brother wasn't going to leave me by myself and too so i had to be taken care of and stuff like that so when i I remember man i mean just over the years you know the thing about my relationship with you is the cool thing is i know i can tell you something and it don't get past you so like (laughs) there's always been a level of trust there um the other thing i've always appreciated about you is that you 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 speak the truth like if i if i say hey man i want to know how you feel about what do you think about this like you don't ever sugarcoat like your opinion or like you'll just call it like you and you'll say it like that you're like well it is what it is but this is what i feel or this is <laughs> this is how i see it man like i don't know how you, you know and i i've always appreciated that about you yeah i mean i try to you know um live an honest life and because why not you know if you i, I just feel like if i don't say my piece sometimes it, it'll eat at me yeah and, well especially with me and your, your relationship like i i can bro like I tell you, man, you did a good job. But like when I tell you, you did a good job. Like I want, I'll be like, look, man, Luke said I did a good job this week. Like, like I really did. Just, I really did do good because I guess by you being a preacher, a lot of people will say, Pat, you did a good job today. You did a good job today. But like I'm a close dude. I'm like, it was, it was good. I'm below, you know. 
I'm like, hey, you did your thing this week. And you're like, bro, he said I did his thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I knew if there was a compliment attached to it, you, you weren't blowing smoke. You were being honest. You know, and that's and that's how I want to be with some of my friends. Like, you get compliments all the time. And it's not, it just comes with the territory. But, like, I'm I'm not just somebody in the congregation that goes to the church. Like, I'm one of your, 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 your good friends. And, like, when you did a good job, I'll let you know. Like, you, you always do a good job saying that, but, like, you always get compliments. So, like, I let other people compliment you, but, like, when you really did a good job, I'm like, bro, you did something. So. Well, we've, we've been through a lot of stuff. I mean, you've walked with me through seasons of difficulty. I've walked with you through mm-hmm. seasons of difficulty. And, um, you know, the thing is, is that uh, there's a song by Ben Rector. And me and, uh, me and Chess, uh, our mutual friend of ours, so we talk about this, but there's a song by Ben Rector that he has – and, and I love new friends. Like I love making new friends. Like I'm, I'm a people person. Uh, I can have a conversation with a light pole. I could talk to anybody, but <laughs> the thing is that he's got this song where he talks about, you can't make old friends mm-hmm. and, you know, and you're one of those guys in my life, you know, it's been a long time. We've been friends, we've been brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we've experienced a lot of things, but uh, I want to bring you on a podcast for a couple of reasons. One, obviously to introduce people to you, mm-hmm. um, but the other thing is, man, there's a lot of people out there that are going through life and they're doing their thing. Like they're going to work, they're taking care of their family. Um, and, 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 you know, but there's a lot of people that are struggling with purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and you in the last, uh, we've been doing this uh, mastermind together and we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. But we've just, we've had this weekly phone call that we've been doing now for, Man, it's probably been almost a year. And yep. me and you talked anyways, and but we could go a couple months without talking. But especially mm. the last year, we've been talking every week. And it's been beneficial for our friendship, I think. It's been beneficial for that. But it's also been beneficial for stirring up things in us, ideas, yeah. processing stuff. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you on this episode, man, is that our life is about stewardship. Mm. But there's a lot of people that are going through life without purpose. And over a year and a half ago, probably, I felt like it was closer to the beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. Me and you started having a conversation and you started talking about the idea of you starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I've told you this before, but ever since that day, I have seen a fire in you. I have seen and heard a passion and excitement, a drive. Um, just come alive in you in a way that I've not in all the years I've known you. And I know part of that has to do with purpose. Part of it has to do with that. Part of it has to do with stewardship of something God gave you. But why don't you talk about, let's talk about this idea of the podcast and why don't you share a little bit about the Zenway podcast? All right. Well, I do think that I am walking up, rolling in my purpose now. Um, But I, you know, before I started the podcast, I was working every day, working at Walmart. And it, it's a cool job, make money, and I, I feel like I'm doing something. But to wake up every day, for me personally, and go to work, come home, eat, and go to bed, and do it all over again the next day, it was depressing to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, doing the same job, and I know that I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to promote it because I'm in a wheelchair, I don't drive, and you know, obviously it's other things, but like, it was depressing. I was wore out. So I ended up quitting, started a podcast with a buddy. And once I started doing this podcast, man, you're right, something did come alive in me. 
and I've always tried to impact people and encourage people, and that's my biggest thing. And that's one of the things I, I took from you, you know, um, is just encouraging people, you know, having a bad day. Just like, man, you can do it. Just keep going. Now, we say, you say keep breathing. I say something else, but it's still the same thing. Sure. You know, um, I, I say, like, just keep showing up. You know, just keep going. Like, don't stop moving. You know, even if you got to slow down, you're still moving, you know, but... Um, I started this podcast, man, but my whole thing about this podcast is disability awareness. I'm in a wheelchair for you guys that don't know. I guess if you wasn't paying attention to the beginning of the podcast, I'm in a wheelchair. And my life, I just feel like I can still have an incredible life, fulfilled life, being in a wheelchair. Absolutely. Um, my life doesn't have to be dull or boring. And I live my life now fulfilled. Like, there's still things I want to do, but I'm, I'm fulfilled. I'm, I wake up happy. I, I wake up grateful. I pray to God, like, thank you for my life. And sometimes I don't appreciate my life, and I have to ask God for forgiveness for that. But I'm, I'm grateful, and I do this podcast, and I want people to that feel the joy that I have every day. So um, I do that podcast to let people know that there's more to life than just this. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> like I want people to have joy, um, to really feel joy in what joy is. Well, and I think, I think, bro, like you know, I think about conversations me and you've had in the past. You know, you used to go to the uh, MDA camp, mm -hmm. and I, I know you shared with me that a lot of your friends that you grew up with that had the same or similar diagnosis to you aren't even here anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then we have our, you know, Cleon, our friend that just recently passed away, you know, yeah. the guys in his thirties, you know, and, and mm -hmm. like people aren't supposed to die like that young, you know, but that's life. That's a part of yeah. life. And, you know, the thing is, it's, it's one of those things, uh, Andy Dufresne, uh, uh, he's, uh, this guy on this movie called Shawshank Redemption yeah. and, he, and he's good friends with this guy. I think the guy's, uh, well, red was his name, Morgan Freeman's character. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but he says, you either get, uh, busy living or you're busy dying, you know? And, mm -hmm. you know, we got to do something with our life. And, um, you know, so you, you're sharing disability awareness, but you're also just having conversations with people that they're, they're sharing their story. You're sharing your story. Yeah. And I, I've been super proud you know, uh, of, of what you've done with the podcast. And, but, you know, like we said, man, we're just scratching the surface, yeah. you know? Um, mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that when we come back to this thing, you know, we were created, you know, and, and not everybody that listens to my podcast is, is a Christian or has the same faith background as I do. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, we, we were created for a purpose, you mm -hmm. know, and, and Ephesians two, it actually talks about the word God's handiwork created to do good works. And so um, there's nothing wrong with working at Walmart. There's nothing yeah. wrong with uh, being an attorney or being a doctor, or there's nothing wrong with working in a warehouse or, you know, serving food at a restaurant. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. Um, but God's called you to do something with your life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, in my line of work, being a pastor, doing mission stuff, like my vocation just so happens to coincide with my calling, with, 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 with that purpose in my life. Mm -hmm. But that's not always the case, you know, yeah. the, you know, vocationally, you might do something and then there's some other part of there. But, you know, that the other part of that is 
and I've heard you say this, like at a place in your life where like, man, I'm, I'm not satisfied. Like there's more, I got dreams. I got, mm. I got, you got a vision for your life. You know, you've started to talk about that, about, man, I want to do big things. You know, I want to impact mm. a lot of people. I want to. And so like, it's so cool to see, you know, where it feels like we're at the groundwork of that, but mm. this is building the foundation that's going to set a rhythm for the rest of your life. Yes, sir. And it's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, look, I did a good job at Walmart too, man. There's still people. I've been going for almost two years and there's still people, you know, that see me out in public. I know you work at Walmart. Where you been at? I ain't seen you at Walmart. We're like, well, I'm not there and no more. And then I go up there and they're like, man, people still ask about you. Yeah. As, you know what I'm saying? And that makes you feel good. I did a good job. And, you know, just, I'm doing what I'm, I'm doing what I'm called to do no matter what I'm doing. Yep. Um, and like you say, you don't have to be a preacher or anything else like that to really encourage people. Absolutely. It just like you say, it just happened. That's what you do, and that's your job. Yeah. Um, but I, I love people. Sometimes I don't like people, but I, I, I love you and I encourage you. And I, yeah, I, I just I love to do I love to do that. It just yeah. Well, not to waste our life, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, we get, we, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We got, we got to do something with what we got. And I think about that, you know, in Luke 16, it talks about us being faithful in the little things. Mm -hmm. And for some people, they might look at where you're at and the things that you're doing with the podcast. It doesn't seem that big to them, but the, the truth is, bro, there are people that literally make millions of dollars doing what you're doing. Yep. You know, and there's there's not that big of a gap between there. You know, it's like it's like it doesn't feel like that. It feels like it's like that's such a large jump. But like, it's amazing how in the world we, we live in with technology, how we can connect with people. Mm -hmm. You've had you've had some great people on your show from around the world. Like you've had some awesome interviews mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and shared some of their stories. You've shared, you know, some of your story and uh, Chris, when he was on the show. And there's just been a lot of cool things that have come from that. And, uh, you know, but, um, there's somebody out there and they're, maybe they're feeling like you were feeling. And, and then like, how would you, how would you encourage them? If they got an idea. Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's something else, but if they got an idea in their mind and they just, they're trying to figure out how to put some meat to that, some faith to that, how would you encourage them to take that next step? Honestly, just do it. What does that look like to you? Do you need do you need to bring on somebody else to help you get started? Like, what does that look like? Um, you know, because you know, I, I go to the cigar shop, to the cigar lounge, um, and there's some cool people there. And it's a guy, he wants to create things like he's in cars and stuff like that. But he's like, he was talking to me about mine. He's like, look, you have the voice, you have this, and you have that. I don't think what I have to say. People will care for what I have to say. And I'm like, man, there's always going to be somebody that's going to care about what you have to say. Yeah. Don't ever think that your words are not important to somebody. You just have to do it. Once you do it, people are going to reach out and say, you blessed me with this, man. I, I, I appreciate your content. I appreciate your work. I appreciate what you're doing to keep going. Yeah. And it may be one person, but that one person is going to be like, you in your head, you're like, man, I really can't do this. I'm, re I'm really in making a difference. And it's just going to motivate you to keep going. Um, somebody's going to care about 
what you got to say. Because even doing my podcast, and I thought about that. I mean, and people told me for years, oh, bro, you got a radio voice, man. Do something on the radio. Do something. And I'm like, bro, I, I ain't really got nothing to talk about. Like, what I got <laughs> to say ain't really. But once I started doing it, man, and people messaging me and encouraging me, you know, kids, like moms with kids with autism. Because I, I talk about, like, not just being in a wheelchair, but, like, I told you living life. So going out, making friends. Creating relationships, whether it be romantic or platonic. Like, all those things that you thought you couldn't do, I'm here to debunk those things. Yeah. So, there there are parents that hit me up and say, man, like, appreciate you. I was having this conversation with my son or my daughter. Like, they feel like they can't do this because of that. Like, they're socially awkward because of autism or because they're in a wheelchair or something like that. And it's just like, no, go out there and do stuff like we live in a. I feel like this this world is more accepting of things now than when I was growing up. Hmm. Now I could be wrong, but that that's just how I feel. Sure. You know, and like if you're cool, man. If you're funny, people gonna rock with you. Yeah, that's cool. And that's how it is, man. And but yeah, so I, I've had I have those conversations, and I I. I try to encourage everybody because if you can walk in what you, your purpose and what you enjoy to do, like you'd be so much that joy will be oozing out of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like what you talk about that passion that you see in me. When you're walking in something that you enjoy to do, like people see that, people notice that. Yep. It's attractive to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. there's, there's a magnetic thing to that and, <clears throat> You know, I, and the thing is, I think that, you know, that's where sometimes you get leadership opportunities to lead people to do stuff and the benefit of that. But like for us, like this has been mutually exclusive, like on top of our friendship, mm -hmm. but in us having ideas and dreams and entrepreneurial thoughts and and even stuff with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I bought there's a, a podcaster named John Lee Dumas is one of the probably the most successful podcasters on the planet. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple guys up there on that list, but he's one of the few. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's very good at what he does. And uh, he's got a, a podcast he's been doing for a number of years. I've been following him. And he came out with this book and I decided to send this book to a couple of people. Luke was on that list. There's a couple other people. And um, and then one of my friends that I gave the book to, Sean, who is a coworker of mine, um, uh, he actually said, hey, man, you know, what, what are we talking about with this book? And I said, well, I've been thinking about starting like a group for us just to encourage each other. And there's this thing called a mastermind. And, and if you're listening and you don't know what a mastermind is, think of a small group setting, but it's a small group where you kind of have a really intentional about a particular subject or theme or whatever. And so Sean, uh, Luke and myself started a mastermind around podcasting. Mm -hmm. And we did it for a number of months together. And uh, Sean's schedule just didn't work out anymore for it. And he, he, had, he already, he works, he has a, his own business. He's very busy. And so me and Luke have just continued on with it. And we've been talking for a, a while now about uh, other people, bringing some other people into a group like this where they could benefit as well. And uh, it could be a mutual beneficial mastermind group around podcasting. And so we've been talking about this and we're finally ready to pull the trigger. And I've had a bunch of people, friends that, you know, I'm not the most successful podcaster on the planet, but I'm the only one they know. <laughs> and so, and they've listened to my show and liked the show. And so I've had a lot of people reach out and say, hey, I've got some questions. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. 
And um, Dan Miller, one of the guys I follow, he's a podcaster himself. He's an author, New York Times bestselling author. He says, if two or three people ask you for something, then God's given you the gift to be able to add value to their life. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I've talked to Luke about it, and we decided we're going to we're going to start something. And I want Luke to be a part of it too uh, with me. And Luke has dreams and visions. Eventually, he wants to start a podcast network. And so one of the things that I wanted to do was to start a mastermind. So that we were beginning this, uh, this uh, intro period into this mastermind that we're calling the beginner podcast mastermind. And it's for anybody that may be interested in starting a podcast or you're th- no more than three years in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we talked about it. And so if, if you've ever thought about starting a podcast or maybe you're considering it, or maybe you have a podcast, but you just started, you're just a couple years in. We want to invite you to be a part of this. And um, so we're excited about what this is going to look like. We're going to have it up on the on the website eventually here at don'tdolifealone.com. But um, we're going to take a 10 additional people. Uh, I figured uh, 12 was enough because uh, for this first round because we want to give everybody time to share in the mastermind group. We're going to have uh, two meetings a month. Uh, and I just figured Jesus had 12 disciples. So who am I to have more than that? Right. So, uh, <laughs> like if, he, if he got 12 people in his circle, plus him, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with just 12 with me. So, yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, Luke, what, what, what do you got to say about the, the mastermind? I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now, man. I pumped for it, man. Um, like I said, I enjoy Wednesdays. That's when we get together and talk and, yeah. you know, we are friends and we just do it now. Like now because it's just us, we, we talk a little bit, uh, uh we catch up, but like, um, I I used to love answering questions. Like we have our little thing, and we answer questions. It held it holds me accountable. It holds me accountable to um sticking with um improving my my content. You know, if I say I need to work on this, and this week if I haven't worked on it, then I got to be like, ah, well, I didn't work on it, and I don't want to do that. So, um. <laughs> Easiest thing is just to work on it and just to do it. Um, but I, I think it'd be beneficial for a lot of people that want to come in and, and learn. I've successfully, the first, my first year doing podcasts, put out an episode every week. Um, so I've learned a lot and I think I have a little bit of knowledge on that subject. And like I said, I'm always going to help people. So. Um, and talk and talk out ideas and things like that because I know when I'm frustrated, if I'm talking to somebody, it opens up my mind and locks in. Oh snap! I know what I can do. I can do this, and you know. So I know how I am when I work with other people, and so um, I'm looking forward to it and just people helping me out with mine, my own content. Yeah, well, and that's the concept of the mastermind group that we all have individual you know, the ways we think and, and perspectives and all that stuff. But with the mastermind group, like we're one mastermind, all of these yeah. brains coming together and that, you know, me you and Sean, we would bounce ideas off each other. And it was cool yeah. because, you know, we all had different backgrounds. So we had different perspectives. Yeah. And so I see this as a mutually beneficial thing. It's not just something we're leading. We're going to benefit from their relationship and input and, you know, and we'll get better at what we're doing. They'll get better at what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, we're going to walk through the same book that we did together and it's going to be a good time. And so if you'd be interested in starting a podcast or if you are early into a podcast and you are looking for some camaraderie, looking for some coaching, some encouragement, some connections, uh, shared resources, 
the beginner podcast mastermind group is for you. It is limited and uh, we're going to be kicking off in October. So um, I'm yeah. recording this right now in August. We're going to release this episode uh, in the next week. And so we're going to start promoting it publicly. Um, we've already invited some people right now. There are 12 seats of, uh, that were available and four of those officially are full. So we have uh, eight spots left uh, for this round. And so if you're interested, uh, reach out to me, reach out to Luke, however you want to, you can get with me. Uh, don't do life alone.com, all my links, social media, however you want to email. Uh, Luke's the same way. You, you, you can find him on socials on the then wait pages. He's got his personal pages, like just hit us up and, um, and we'd love to connect you. And we're going to have an official sign up on the website by September 1st. So don't do life alone.com slash uh, podcast mastermind. It's going to be a good time. And, uh, and so I'm excited to have you guys check this out. And uh, Lucas, you got anything else you want to share, bro? Do I have anything I want to share? I've always got something I want to share, but this is important. <laughs> uh, no, I, um, no, man. Um, sign up. I just want to say sign up. Uh, just do it. Keep breathing and just do it. Like, I'm, I'm not a Nike uh, campaign, but I'll just say uh, just show up. Um, what's the worst that could happen? Absolutely. Try to start a podcast. If it doesn't work, at least you say it didn't work. But just do it, like yeah. for real. You I don't mean, know until you give a shot. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. if nothing else, it's worth hanging out with Mr. Charisma himself, Luke <laughs> Jones, and yeah. uh, definitely encourage it. Hey, Luke, uh, what? Tell us. Uh, give us one artist you're listening to, man. Like, give us, give us uh, something you're listening to right now that uh, we need to have playing in our headphones. I know you're a music guy too. And uh, get, just share something with us. Um, honestly, right now, I don't have one specific person. Uh, I've been in my emotions, so I've been listening to Rob Wade's a little bit. So I've been in my feelings. He's he's All one right. of the emo rappers. But like, I've been honestly, I've been getting into a lot of like jazz. Listen right. to a lot of jazz and um, um, just some old. Just some old school stuff, man. It's just right now, like, I don't, I'm trying to think, who do I listen to? I don't, right now, just not anything specific. Just whatever I want to listen to at that moment. Like, it'd be rap. It'd be, I, you know, I, I love gospel yeah. music still. Um, but I don't know exactly. I, I think the most things I listen to most is like, like blues and jazz and like Muddy Waters and, People and things like that, but um, I do listen to uh, what's his name? I got let me look at my phone right quick because I got to see his name. Uh, I, know, I know you got it. You have an eclectic taste when it comes to music, and yeah. So, um, Rod Waves, uh, Gary Clark Jr. He's a uh, pretty good. Um, I just been listening to old kind of music like Jay Z, like old Jay Z, like old stuff like that. Just I don't know right now. I've just been like feeling a little nostalgic lately. Yeah. So I've been my old old stuff. There's yeah. Throwing it throwing it back way back. And then you gotta. So I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go to some uh, wildest dreams from Devin Barram. <laughs> All right, shout out. I re- I re- hey bro, I recorded that record in my office back. <laughs> You really can't can't go wrong with some uh, Devin Barram, Wildest Dreams. Um, That's some classic classic stuff. Right, right. Uh, but 
now, right now, I honestly, I've been listening to, um, the reason why, if I'm not listening to music, I've been listening to a lot of um, audiobooks. Yeah. Well, we're, trying, we're in this season, both of us trying to learn, get better, grow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually about to go through that, uh, the Mastermind book again, um, to refresh on that. I got other books and just, uh, and I'm a vampire. I love vampire John Rod and the zombie John Rod, so I got a vampire book I'm listening to right now and. Um, I'm just, in, I just enjoy that. It's sometimes just better than watching TV. I'm I hear you. I hear you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you get lost in that. Well, I want to share one more thing. Uh, you know, just talking about dreams and being stewards of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, me and you have exchanged a lot of things, a lot of thoughts, a lot of dreams. And mm -hmm. I've had a couple of dreams in my life that have involved you, but I want to share one dream that <laughs> God connected the dots with. Uh, I remember back in the day, um, where I had this dream, I was in my apartment and I had this vision of you with a, in a house full of studios. And I remember, you know, Luke uh, loves music. And uh, at the time he was kind of learning how to make beats and, and kind of working on some music stuff and always had an appreciation for music. But back then the podcasting thing wasn't even a thought. And, yeah, um, yeah. and I, w I wasn't doing mine at that yeah. point. He wasn't doing one. And, um, and I don't remember at some point in time last year, that dream came back to mind and I thought about it and I, I realized that maybe this podcast is the beginning of that. Cause I remember in my dream seeing you in a house with recording studios and I assumed it was music <laughs> and it still might be, yeah. but, but I remember you being behind a microphone, having headphones on sitting on a board. And then the one day when uh, you invited me and I was on your episode the first time with you, you and Chris, and I remember looking at y'all on the screen with your headphones in, in a house. Mm. And I was like, this is that dream. Like, <laughs> this is the beginning yeah. of that dream. And I just yeah. thought that was such a wild thing. And so I just want to encourage those that are listening, you know, on top of seeing my brother get excited and passionate and just seeing this fire since he started doing this podcast, I really believe the dream that I had wasn't just something I ate late at night. <laughs> I, I, I really think that it was divine. I really think that the God that created Lucas created him for good works. And part of those good works was to inspire and encourage and speak in other people's lives. And I think that dream in that house with those studios, I think we're seeing the beginning of that come to fruition right now. I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. Yeah, and so, it's, it's wild, bro. I, I still remember. I'm looking at the screen just like I am right now, and I see you with the headphones in the house, and I was like, this is that dream. This is the beginning of that dream. Yeah, there, there are certain things that people, I, I remember that. There are certain things that people uh, spoke into my life along the uh, along my years of living that have just stuck to me. Like the other day, you asked me, do you want to go by Lucas or Luke? I was like, well, I remember this time at Joe's place. Yep. This lady, she asked me my name. I said Luke Jones, and she was like, that sounds like a famous name. I'm going to look for that name. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going with Luke um, just because of that, because I need that lady to find me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but uh, can I just say something? Yeah, absolutely. Bro. I, I, you just said that. Uh, if you like podcasts, check my podcast out. Yeah. And if you, you know, write a review, listen to it, and if you're able to, to give uh, financially, that'd be greatly appreciated because I have things that I want to get to. I want to take my. I'm really right now in my life trying to take my podcast to a, a new level, and my funds are low, and I can only do so much of mine. And um, I, I do have people helping me out with um, 
with uh, rooms that I could do my podcast. I could be right now. I'm just in my living room, but um, but there's things that I want to do. Um, so if you can, if not, just write a review. But yeah, uh, if you help a brother out, I promise you that it's you're going to uh, see your investment soon. So absolutely. Um, that's it. I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you, uh, <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, no, offense, no offense there. Yeah, no. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to include in my in the bio on this episode, I'll, I'll include a link uh, mm-hmm. for the Then Wait podcast, and that way y'all can check him out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a listener of his podcast. I'm a giver to his podcast, uh, and I'm a producer on the show. So mm-hmm. I really believe in uh, the work that Luke is doing, and, mm-hmm. um, and I think you need to check it out. I think it will be benefic- beneficial to you. And, uh, and yeah, come join us for the beginner uh, podcast uh, mastermind group. It's going to be a good time. Reach out to us. Let us know. We'll send you the details. And uh, yeah. thank you so much, Luke, for, uh, for your time, bro, for hanging out. And this will not be the last time on the Keep Breathing podcast. I hope not. You said it on the record. Yeah, you said it on, on record. So I'm ready to come back on about four or five times. Y'all, y'all are the witnesses. You already won up me by <laughs> me being on this show twice. <laughs> so we got to at least get, catch up there. So, well, bro, thanks for hanging out, man. No problem, man. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works. You were created for more, friend. God has incredible things for you. Regardless of what season of life you find yourself in, he's not finished with your story. Thank you so much, Luke, for sharing. And if you're interested in joining our podcast mastermind, Again, by September 1st, don't do life alone.com. Click on the mastermind. It's going to be a good time. Limited spots. We'd love to have you. I don't know what the next step is for you, but God does. He's got a plan for you. He made you for a reason, for purpose, to live on purpose and to operate in that purpose, to make a difference in other people's lives, bring him glory, to do amazing things. God is not finished with your story. I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you, a blessing to you. If so share it, review it. And if you want to be a part of this and help reach other people, don't do lifealone.com and click on missions. We'd love to have you as a partner. Blessings to you, friends, wherever you're at right now, whatever you're walking through, just pray that God would just pour back into you and hope would overflow out of your life. Regardless of what you may be facing, keep breathing.